It's the International Soccer Preview. This is Series 15 of our MediaCast. It's the short version of Series 14 on Euro 2024 qualifying. We're looking at Group I, Switzerland, Israel, Romania, Kosovo, Belarus and Andorra. Here we go. It's the International Soccer Preview, Series 15. This series is a shortened version of Series 14 and primarily Part 3 of that series. Okay, let's look at each team in Group I with a summary of their history and then a look at their recent form. All right, and we begin with uh, Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland made their presence known in the early years, reaching the quarterfinals in three of their four uh, their first four cups to 1954. Uh, they were in decline though by the time the Euro Cup started in 1960 uh, and after a World Cup qualification in 1966 they didn't reach either cup until 1998. Qualifying only about half the time for both cups after that their form in the World Cup improved from 2006, when they not only reached all five cups after, but passed the group stage in four of them. However, it took until 2016 to find that form in Euro Cup play, but they have reached and passed the group stage of the last two cups. At the risk of sounding cynical, good fortune in their groupings has played a role, perhaps inflating their success. Um, looking at their recent performance, um, you've mentioned their success and recent campaigns have been strong, reaching beyond the group stage of every cup since 2014. They are at a peak of form. They still struggle with top teams and are, and, and are not one themselves, but their consistency against lower teams has landed them at the top of some recent qualifying tables. Their 2022-23 UEFA Nations League A was odd. Um, losing the first three to all group members, then winning against all three in the second half, including a win in Spain, something that few teams have done. Right. The second team, which is Israel, and uh, they have a very interesting history. Uh, a long history having entered the second World Cup in 1934. Uh, the first uh, half of their history is one of rejection. Many teams refused to play them, and they were unable to find a region hospitable to them. They bounced all over the globe for their World Cup qualifications. They settled in the Asian region for a time, playing in four Asian Cups from 1956 to 1968, and actually winning the one that they hosted in 1964. But oddly, they didn't qualify for the World Cup uh, with Asian teams during that period. Uh, instead, it was a strange grouping that saw them qualify for their only cup in 1970, a grouping which included the two Koreas, uh, Australia and New Zealand, Rhodesia, which has now been uh, Zimbabwe, and themselves. Order still, they were voted out of the Asian, re Asian region in 1974, but in the same year and in 1978 competed for the two World Cups, playing against East Asian teams. From 1994, they finally found a home in UEFA, a regional home. And there, uh, they have been a middling team, apart from a second place finish in 
Euro 2000 qualification that led them to a playoff for their closest run with the tournament. They have at best just reached the top half of the table in their groupings, third of five or six in about half of their campaigns. Looking at their recent performance, um, that Israel reached the playoff in 2020 Euro qualifying is deceptive because they finished fifth of six in their qualifying group, their worst result since the mid-90s. And yet they did lose just one game at home and were mildly competitive as they have been uh, in most recent campaigns. In 2022 World Cup qualifying, a slightly better performance earned them third in the group, uh, tied but just ahead of Austria. A good performance in a surprisingly easy League B group saw them finish first in a promotion over Iceland and Albania, uh, benefiting there from the disqualification of Russia, uh, though they are likely to struggle at the League A level. All right, well, we'll see how Israel does in uh, League A uh, of the UEFA League. Meanwhile, we move on to uh, Romania. So Ro- Romania is the only team to participate in all World Cups and all Euro Cups. They have had two strong periods. The first was at the beginning when they qualified for the first three World Cups. They failed to pass the group stage there, but in their second strong period in the 1990s, they passed the group stage of uh, three cups in a row. That period also saw them pass the group stage for the only time in their Euro Cup history. Otherwise, they have only a smattering of appearances Um, in 1970, as far as the World Cup goes, and three other times in their Euro Cup history, most recently in 2016. Uh, Their qualifying campaigns are usually competitive, and when they have qualified, they have often done so impressively, even if their performances in the tournaments did not live up to that. They have no notable weak period in terms of qualifying, but they have had lapses like 5th of 6th in 2010 World Cup qualifying, though that was surrounded by competitive campaigns. Looking at their recent history, um, recent times have been one of the most inconsistent in their history. Reaching a UEFA playoff in um, World Cup 2014 qualifying was surrounded by two bottom half finishes in World Cup qualifying. More inconsistent still, an undefeated campaign in 2016 Euro Cup qualifying was followed by a fourth of six finish in the 2018 World Cup qualifying. The same result in 2020 Euro qualifying was masked by reaching a playoff through the UEFA Nations League, um, while 2022 World Cup qualifying was a nondescript third place finish behind North Macedonia. The recent dip in form continued in the 2022-23 UEFA Nations League, where they were relegated from League B, coming last behind Finland and Montenegro, um, though only one point separated the three. All right. Uh, So now we move on to the newest team in Europe, that's uh, Kosovo. Uh, Kosovo declared its independence from Serbia in 2008, uh, but it was accepted only slowly. They had to wait until 2018 to play in their first qualifying campaign. Their two World Cup campaigns were weak, in contrast to their only Euro campaign in 2020, where they proved competitive. Yeah, looking um, at that um, 2018 World Cup campaign in retrospect, um, where they earned only a single point, can be described as them finding their feet. 
Um, in that light, they found their bearings quickly with that impressive Euro 2020 campaign that you mentioned. But their return to a weak performance in the 2022 World Cup qualifying leaves one guessing as to their overall strength. In the UEFA Nations League, they quickly moved out of League D, where they started, but have remained in League C, finishing in second behind Greece in 2022-23. They exchanged wins with Northern Ireland and beat Cyprus twice there. Right, so we're still trying to get a bead on uh, Kosovo's overall strength. But we'll move on to uh, our fifth team here, Belarus. So Belarus began competing in qualifying campaigns in 1960, uh, sorry, 1996, having been part of the uh, USSR team prior to that. Only in 2002 World Cup qualifying did they ever finish in the top half of the table. However, they usually don't finish last either. They're sometimes competitive with mid-table teams and fairly consistent against lower teams. More interestingly, they are spoilers that in Euro Cup play at least, specialize in taking points off the very top teams. They have twice beaten Netherlands, tied Italy twice in a single campaign, and have uh, both beaten and tied France. Looking at their recent performance, their last real spoiler result was tying France in the first game of the 2018 World Cup qualifying. That campaign was mildly competitive, um, but even less so than most of the campaigns before. They finished last there and in 2022 um, and finished their usual, sorry, they finished last in 2022 and finished their usual fourth place in 2020 Euro qualifying, finishing ahead of Estonia, who they bested for their only point, um, but who they finished behind in the following campaign. Their UEFA Nations League performance in 2022-23 was also bland, tying all three teams in the group, Kazakhstan, Azerbaijan and Slovakia but finishing last and suffering demotion back down to group D. All right, and our sixth team here is uh, Andorra. Uh, for years since their first campaign in 2000, they remained an argument for a small nation's preliminary round of qualification, as their participation with the big teams seemed simply a waste of time and money. Moreover, given that they were a heavily penalized team, big teams risked injuries to top players in games against them. However, recent campaigns have seen those arguments, uh, have seen those arguing for their inclusion on the basis that they needed to play games in order to improve, uh, vindicated. Up until 2018, they had only ever earned points in a relatively impressive 2006 World Cup campaign. But since 2018, they have regularly taken some points and even finished off the bottom of the table. Yeah, in terms of recent performance, recent campaigns have moved them out of the realm of a feeble team. Um, and, and perhaps that was an unfair label, given the fairly respectable goals against average they generally maintained. Uh, feeble might be classified as losing all games and with an average goals against of below 3.5 per game. Well, they did lose all games until 2018, except for one campaign. Um, only in four of their 11 campaigns did they fall below 3.5. Recent campaigns are much better with um, no higher than 2.4 per game. A smattering of points and finishing off, um, finishing off the bottom twice has made them competitive among weaker teams. UEFA Nations League saw them competitive, taking points off all teams, including Latvia and Moldova, though those teams finished ahead, leaving them third and remaining in League D. 
All right, and uh, that brings us to the end of the short history of uh, Group I. So now we're going to uh, carry on to part three of series 14, and that's where Connor and I discuss the prospects of each of these teams in the uh, in their qualifying run. And we move on to part three, where we are going to begin by looking at the pots that the teams come from. That's right. Um, the bot one team here is Switzerland. Um, they were actually ninth out of the, the 10 teams, but it's based on uh, Nations League performance. Um, but they have a good you know, World Cup qualifying record, so I think they are a pot one team. Uh, the pot two team is Israel. They came kind of from the middle of the pack of pot two, um, being promoted from Nations League B, uh, earning them the pot two place. Uh, the pot uh, three team is Romania. Um, their poor performance in relegation saw them uh, kind of at the bottom of pot three. Uh, the pot four team um, was Kosovo. Uh, they were seventh of ten in terms of the rankings. Uh, the pot five team, um, Belarus, uh, was kind of again near the middle of pot five. And then you have Andorra. Um, they were uh, the third lowest ranked team um, coming into this tournament, just San Marino and Liechtenstein behind them. Yeah, so I would say this is uh, definitely one of the weaker uh, groups and a, really a good opportunity for uh, for the teams that are in it. Definitely, yeah. All right, well, the next thing we're going to look at is the uh, rankings. Uh, Connor has kind of said the uh, UEFA rankings that he just went over aren't really representative of the team strength. So uh, we look at FIFA and ELO rankings. Yeah, beginning with Switzerland. Um, they're 12th according to FIFA and 16th uh, in the ELO rankings. Um, they've actually been a top 20 team for several years now, uh, peaking as high as 6th in the uh, FIFA rankings in June 2018. Okay, and second team is Pot 2 Israel. Yeah, so Israel are 76th in FIFA, uh, so quite low for a Pot 2 team, um, and 56th in ELO. Um, they've actually been pretty consistently higher in ELO than in FIFA over the last little while. Um, FIFA, they've kind of ranged between about 76 and really 100, um, whereas ELO, they've kind of been in the in the 50s to 70s. Right, and uh, at least in FIFA rankings, they're quite far below pot three team Romania. Yeah, Romania are 52nd in FIFA, um, but 60th in ELO. Uh, Romania actually have had kind of a slow and steady decline from uh, 24th in 2018 uh, in the FIFA rankings and 30th uh, in ELO. So, um, yeah, kind of a, a slow fall for them. Yeah, up to 12th with that uh, great campaign in 2016. But they are behind them uh, in the uh, ELO rankings, which is quite interesting. Mm -hmm. Pop forward, uh, Kosovo. Yeah, Kosovo are 107th in FIFA and 79th in, in ELO. Uh, they've actually never broken the, the 100 barrier in FIFA, but in ELO, they've actually rarely been behind it, um, being above 100 um, since June 2018. And personally, I think that's a little bit, their ELO is a bit more reflective of their actual strength. Yeah, I agree with you there. Okay, uh, pop five Belarus. Uh, Belarus, um, they're around the 100th mark in both systems, so 97th in FIFA and 100th in ELO. So their FIFA ranking puts them ahead of Kosovo, but their ELO ranking puts them quite a bit below Kosovo. Uh, we'll discuss that. Um, and uh, 
yeah, Belarus have also shown a bit of a de- a bit of a decline over the last several years. Uh, in 2018, they were 70 in the 70s in both rankings, and have kind of fallen by 20 to 30 places in both systems. Yeah, and that does reflect in their uh, results because they usually finish uh, fourth in their group, but uh, haven't done that for a few campaigns. Finally, uh, Andorra. Um, Andorra are 153rd in FIFA and 174th in ELO. Their ELO actually shows pretty much a, a progressive rise, slow but steady over the last 10 years, whereas their FIFA is more up and down. Um, there's more opportunities for movement at the bottom, so they've kind of swung between 203rd and 130th, but uh, 153rd is actually probably a little bit above their recent average. Yeah, yeah, they were below 200 for a long, long time. Okay, the next thing we're going to look at is the head-to-head record. So we've kind of organized this by uh, either the team with the winning record or the uh, team in the higher pot if they haven't played each other. And we begin with uh, Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland has has an even record with Israel, a bizarre record, actually. They've met four times and tied all four games. Yeah, that right. And that was in the group of ties in 2006 World Cup qualifying uh, and also in the following World Cup in 2010, all four ties. Uh, Switzerland also have a, um, an even record with Romania, but this is a bit different. It's four wins, three, dry, three draws and four losses. So even record between Switzerland and Romania. Yeah, and their most recent reading was in uh, 2016, actually in the group stage there, and uh, they tied 1-1, so um, uh, fairly even there. Yeah. Uh, Switzerland haven't met Kosovo, not surprising given Kosovo's short history, uh, but Switzerland have played Belarus twice and won both of those matches. That was way back in 2000, so not that relevant. And then Switzerland's also met Andorra twice and similarly has won both those matches. Right, and that was recently in 2018 World Cup qualifying. So uh, moving on to Israel. Uh, We already talked about Israel um, and Switzerland um, with their four draws, but Israel hasn't met Kosovo or Belarus. Um, They have met Andorra though, uh, four games and four wins for Israel. Yeah, 2008 and 2016 uh, qualifying campaigns there. Uh, Romania, though, have um, a good record over a couple of teams here. Yeah, and they have the the winning record by Israel, albeit slight, uh, one win and one draw from two matches played. Yeah, they only met once in 1996 Euro Cup qualifying. Uh, Romania have not played Kosovo, but they have played Belarus um, and have two wins and two draws. Yeah, and that was their 2012 Euro Cup campaign, their most recent meeting, and they tied both legs there. Yeah, and then Romania and Andorra, four matches have seen four Romanian wins. Yeah, 2006 World Cup and 2014 World Cup uh, there. Kosovo. Kosovo haven't played Belarus or Andorra, so they actually haven't played any of these teams before. So they'll be starting their history with with all five of them. That's right. Okay, and finally we have Belarus and uh, Andorra. Yeah, two matches played and two wins for Belarus. Yeah, in the 2010 World Cup qualifying campaign. So uh, that pretty much goes along with the uh, pot, except Romania probably has uh, more winning records than Israel there. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to uh, the odds makers. What do the odds makers say? 
Uh, the odds makers favor Switzerland uh, quite heavily. They're given 78% chance percent, or percent chance to win the group. Uh, Romania is a second with 22% chance. Um, that's considerably higher than the 6% chance given to Israel um, or the, the 4% chance over Kosovo. And then Belarus and Andorra are really outsiders. Belarus 0.3% and Andorra 0.1% chance of, of topping the group. All right, and let's begin the discussion there. Uh, do you uh, disagree with any of those odds? I do. Um, mm. I, I do think Romania are, are overestimated uh, quite a bit, especially relative to Israel and Kosovo. Um, I think um, those three teams, you know, could prove to be relatively even, certainly more so than the odds suggest. Um, you know, I think Romania, we've seen in the rankings a bit of a decline. Um, you know, relegation in the Nations League, um, kind of unimpressive results in, in recent World Cup and Euro campaigns. So I really, you know, they have a good history, but I don't think that 22% is, is representative of their current form. Yeah, it's almost like it's, uh, it's based on, on their history because they have kind of popped up and uh, won groups sometimes, which Israel and Kosovo haven't. But uh, as you say, their form is so weak coming into this that that number does seem a little bit high. Uh, we, <laughs> I think we have a bit of an ongoing disagreement because I'm going to once again say Switzerland is lucky in their grouping. And I've, I've said in previous podcasts that... Um, uh, you know, I, I feel like Switzerland always gets lucky with their groupings or often gets lucky. Uh, what do you think here? Um, I, uh, yeah, I would have to say they're fairly lucky this time. Um, I don't always agree with you. I think Switzerland are a good, a good team. And uh, like you said, it's an ongoing debate. But this is a group that, that is easy. I don't really see a, a genuine kind of pot two team in this group. Um, so I think Switzerland should have no problem. They're, they're consistent, and that's that's why Switzerland, um, you know, do well in tournaments and get the tournament because of their, their general consistency, especially in World Cup qualifying. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why that, that big loss to Portugal in the last World Cup was such a surprise, because they really are, uh, if nothing else, a consistent team. They don't often... Uh, beat the best, but they don't often play the best because they're lucky in their groupings. But uh, um, but uh, definitely against the teams in this group, uh, I, I don't see them struggling much. Maybe maybe uh, a dropped point here or there, hey? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, nevertheless, despite Romania being uh, the, so favoured by the oddsmakers, uh, do you... Do you see them as second, or do you see it as a bit of a mix-up among uh, these teams? I see it as a bit of a mix-up. I, I see kind of arguments for and against um, all these teams. I, I would almost argue that Kosovo have some of the best club affiliations um, in terms of some of their players. Um, and they've put in some, some decent performances in, in recent times. Um, I think Israel, they've kind of been a, a third place, even a playoff team sometimes. So I think this is a real opportunity for them to go and grab second. Um, it's an opportunity for Romania as well, but I just see, um, again, I just see the, the recent form not not really convincing me. So I think it's it's open as going back to um, to kind of our, our hook that Israel or Kosovo who've never qualified for the Euros, I, I think we could see a first timer uh, coming out of this group. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, uh, uh, the form is one thing and I think um, 
maybe Israel is at six percent because their their claim to being a pot two team is based on their UEFA Nations League record, where where Russia was disqualified from their group, and they only had to beat Iceland and Albania uh, to get you know to get the the kind of pot ranking that they did. But we did see they're still ahead of Romania. Uh, I believe it was in ELO rankings. Um, yeah. Which actually took me by surprise. So uh, I'm trying to decide in my mind whether they, they're, they're kind of uh, pretenders here uh, as, a, as a pot two team or whether they have a valid chance. Uh, but rather than looking at it in terms of form, um, you know, Romania's form is poor. Kosovo is a bit hard to read. Uh, I'm kind of thinking this group more in terms of uh, what you mentioned, the, the kind of quality of the teams based on their club affiliations. And I would put uh, them in reverse order as far as that goes. Kosovo and then Romania. Uh, Israel has just lost their two biggest scorers and they do have uh, the Fulham player. What was his name again? Oh yeah, Manor Solomon. Yeah, they do have him coming in, but I think they're going to be really struggling uh, losing those uh, losing those two forwards and also a, a big uh, a big midfielder or an important midfielder for them uh, in Nacho. So um, I can't kind of help but but uh, and this is actually just through the course of our our podcast here. I'm almost putting Kosovo in second place. Romania, I always thought were stronger than Israel here. Uh, and Israel in, in fourth place, but um, who knows? Yeah, I um, I have to say it, it's a shame that Erhan Zahavi's not not playing because I would actually, if he was there, he has a great goal scoring record, including in qualifying. Oh yeah, I, I would actually probably favor Israel to be second. So it's I think it's a shame for Israel um, without that kind of genuine goal scorer. Um, you know, I, I it's it's tough to say that they would be second place. But, um, you know, like I said, there's arguments in favor of each of these three teams. And I, I, I think it's really wide open. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I would rate Israel a lot higher if uh, Zahavi was there. And I don't know what's going on with Dabur because he's only 30 years old and uh, he's listed as retired uh, from the team. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think the big issue for them, at least, will be uh, where are they going to get their goals from. Yeah, we've we've kind of neglected Belarus or Andorra and Andorra so far. So maybe you want to start with a conversation on those two teams. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we know Belarus is in in kind of poor form nowadays, and uh, they're usually a team that finishes fourth in the group. So that that kind of should put them in the mix a little bit here. Uh, it's only really recent form that. Um, that maybe keeps them out of the discussion. But then again, I look at their squad there too, and, and the two big teams in Belarus uh, kind of used to be involved in European play, and, and now they've kind of dropped out. So um, I just don't see it in terms of form, but in terms of history, they they could uh, work their way back into it. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think the evidence we've talked about, recent campaigns, rankings, um, has seen a bit of a fall from grace for Belarus, um, kind of falling into the category of, of the weaker teams in UEFA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't see an argument for them to compete with with the other four teams that we've mentioned. Um, and I think a bad campaign could actually see them kind of neck and neck in on with Andorra, um, a, a moderately improving Andorra, it has to be said. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think they're more 
uh, more likely yeah. to uh, be struggling at the bottom. I think that's gone a bit too far. I think they'd have to have a really ghastly campaign to uh, to finish behind Andorra. But as you said, you know, Andorra uh, could take a few points in this group, definitely. And, and uh, if they can turn those kind of one-goal margin losses into draws, uh, they could cause a bit of trouble in this group, especially uh if that if that middle three is pretty tight you know it could come down to um uh it could come down to points lost against belarus and andorra because i'm sure belarus will at least take a couple of points yeah i i think that's just it i think of the israel romania kosovo it'll be who will be the most consistent in in what's going to be i think a very competitive group all right well connor i grow weary i go grow weary with your equivocation and uh i i you know on the podcast we need to appear confident uh give me what you got how is this group going to end i'm going to go switzerland first it, it does get tricky for me after this um mm-hmm. but i'm going to go israel i think their time is is due um then i'm going to say kosovo and then romania and then I'm going to say Belarus and Andorra. Be bold. Put Andorra ahead of Belarus. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> no, really? I, I definitely feel it's a possibility. Okay, maybe I'm not bold, confident enough to do it. But I, if it, if it does happen, you heard it here first. No, not unless you say it here. Okay, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're a little bit different here again. Of course, we both have uh, Switzerland on top. Uh, as the as as we've been rec- recording this podcast, uh, kind of Kosovo is growing in my mind, especially um, in terms of their squad. I've always considered them, uh, or always being since they've been around, but a bit of a black box. And uh, the campaigns they've had don't really clarify that. But the squad they have seems the best here. So I'm going to go be bold and say Switzerland, Kosovo. Uh, I'm going to say Romania and then Israel because to me Israel's uh, lack of scorers um, is a problem and uh, I, I finished with Belarus and uh, Andorra but definitely that middle three uh, is a bit up in the air. Mm-hmm. All right well let's move on to the uh, last section here and the uh, opening game so they played a couple of games in uh, or a couple of sets of games in March and uh i have not looked at the results i've been saving myself for this podcast but connor does know the results what do we have so first up we have belarus versus switzerland all right well in their historical form i think belarus is capable of an upset we actually saw in the uh in the deep dive that the teams they tend to get spoiler results against are the best teams, not necessarily the middling teams. So I do think that's an outside possibility here, but their form has been so poor in the last few campaigns and Switzerland is very consistent. So I'll say 2-1 Switzerland. Um, it was 5 nothing for Switzerland. <laughs> so Belarus's poor form continues. Got a lot of wasted words there. Okay. <laughs> Next. Next, we have uh, Israel-Kosovo. Oh, well, I think this is a crucial game in that battle that we've been talked about, uh, that we've been talking about. I wouldn't be shocked to see Kosovo get something out of this, but I'm going to say 2-1 Israel. Kosovo actually did get something out of it. It was a one-all draw, so um, good result for them to begin their campaign. Yeah, especially in this uh, tight group. 
Uh, Andorra and Romania. Well, uh, I do think Andorra may get a couple of points out of this campaign. And, well, I guess this is a place where they could get them if Romania uh, remains inconsistent, but I don't think so. I, I will say a, a decent scoreline of 2 nothing Romania. 2 nothing was the score. So Andorra, you know, we've seen their defense has been good recently, um, so they kept the score down. 2 nothing the final. All right, so Switzerland already off to a big lead there. And the second set of games, uh, what do we have? Uh, we begin with Kosovo versus Andorra. Okay, well, this uh, this will be a test of Kosovo's consistency, and I think they'll do it. But again, a respectable scoreline. Maybe I'll say 2-0 uh, here, maybe 3-0. I'll go 2-0. Interesting result here. It was a one-all draw. <gasps> um, Kosovo scoring in the 59th minute and Andorra scoring two minutes later. Wow, good for Andorra. They really are uh, getting better. Uh, well, that shakes things up a bit. Um, what do we have next? Next is Romania versus Belarus. Uh, well, Romania didn't do that well. They did beat Andorra. Uh, Belarus was awful in their first game, so I think this will be a fairly easy win for Romania. I'll say 2 nothing. Uh, it was 2-1, but to be fair, Belarus's goal was a late consolation. So 2-1 oh. Romania. 2-1, and uh, Switzerland against Israel. Uh, Switzerland, uh, again, very consistent team. Israel was a bit disappointing uh, in their first one at home, and uh, maybe I didn't take their difficulty in scoring goals into account. So I'm going to say Switzerland 2-0 here. Uh, Switzerland won 3-0, so asserting themselves as the best team in the group so far. Yeah, they're uh, almost already unassailable because the teams below them are exchanging points with each other. Well, now we go over to you for the June games, which uh, haven't been played yet. So uh, the first one is Andorra at home to Switzerland. Um, I see nothing other than a convincing Swiss win. I'm going to say 4 nothing Switzerland, who have been scoring goals in this campaign. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I was going to say 3 nothing, but... Um, you give me a bit of food for thought there, but I'll stick with that. Uh, Belarus at home to Israel. Um, well, I predicted Israel second and Belarus last, um, so I guess that leads me to uh, to an Israeli win, which I actually would have probably said anyways. Um, I'm going to say uh, one nothing Israel. All right. I think there is an outside chance of a tie here because I think uh, Belarus will get some points, and I put Israel as the... Uh, uh, weakest team among the three. So I'm going to be bold and say 1-1, although I'll say 1-1 favoring Israel. All right. And last one is Kosovo and Romania. Well, this is shaping up to be a, a really crucial game already, um, but I'm going to say it will decide nothing because it'll be a 1-1 draw. Ooh. Uh, yeah, well, I had, uh, you know, I had picked uh, Kosovo. Uh, as my second place team, but that's not working out. Two one-one draws so far, so uh, I am gonna uh, abandon my my uh, Kosovo thing and say one-one here also. All right. Okay. Well, after, yeah, um, a couple games. Um, Switzerland and Romania topped the group with two wins each. Um, yeah, uh, Romania's wins though coming against uh, uh, Andorra and Belarus. Yeah. Kosovo has two draws, 
Andorra and Israel have a point each, and Belarus are last. So and Andorra is ahead of Belarus. I, I oh, just that, so, point that out. Well, you you can claim a big prize if uh, <laughs> if you come out the winner on that. I'll be impressed. Okay, well that brings us to the end of uh, Group I, and um, we will be back with uh, Group J. That's the last of the groups. Uh, good talking to you about this, Connor. Yeah, see you next time for for Group J. Bye.